What's up, guys? This is Mitch and Christian here coming at you live with the MC Radio episode 19. <laughs> this is important. <laughs> I fucking love this thing. We're fucking 12, dude. This is literally... Oh, God. I, I, I love it, but right. I hate it at the same time. Today's guest is Riley Reed on the podcast. No. <laughs> oh, God. I'm supposed to use that for singing. Anyway, welcome to episode 19. Can you believe 19 episodes? Dude, it That means, I almost said 19 weeks, but we have not been doing this It seems like yesterday weeks. we were just talking about moldy crackers and me shitting my pants on the podcast. Isn't that every week? I mean, <laughs> almost. It seems, it seems to be the theme, isn't the it? The common occurrence. I'm almost starting to wonder if maybe I should clean up my diet instead of eating it. <laughs> actually, my diet's actually pretty... It's just the uh, moldy crackers that you decided yeah, to well, eat I did not go well. I fucking well. didn't know they would be like... I didn't know there it was, was dark. All right, I didn't think mold would be bad for me. I didn't see the fucking mold. I didn't, I didn't it was dark. It was in an alley. I didn't know. No, it was just in my cupboard. All right, it was fucking dark. It was like in the middle of the night. I just wanted a fucking cracker, and I just ate the wrong cracker. I was like, huh? These must be one of those. Weird. This must be one of those peanut butter Ritz crackers. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't peanut butter. <laughs> it's like what? It's got weird fur on it. That's yeah, weird, dude. dude. So <laughs> did I tell you that my sister? got me hooked on Dance Moms now. You told me a little bit, yeah. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, Dance Moms is this TV show, I think it, it's on Hulu, and then like mm-hmm. a couple other places. It's like a TLC show, so you already <laughs> Which, so you already know what it's about. It's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. And so, basically, it's about like these like moms who are all in the brick of divorce, I think, <laughs> who like take their daughters the like last this, thing that can compet- save their marriage. To this competitive <laughs> dance studio, and then they're like, they're like uber strict about. They're like the typical parents that like try to live their dreams to their kids, mm-hmm. and like it's just like the most hilarious shit because oh, like great. they do. The, like this, the the leader of the the show or like the main star is like Abby Lee or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's this like four hundred pound like woman. She's not that big. She's pretty big, bro. <laughs> it's Abby Lee Dance Academy, I think. Dance company. Da- oh, they're a company, sorry, bro. LLC. Sorry. I thought it would bitch. be like be cooler to call it an academy. But like anyways, she's just like you look at her and she's like, okay, how the hell did you ever dance in your entire life? Like you probably danced at the buffet line a couple times, better than that. <laughs> but anyways, it's just her yelling at like twelve year old girls and the girls making like, them cry. And the girls being like, "Can I just like have some chips or something?" It's like, no. And then like, I can't do that. yeah, seriously, it's like you gotta watch your finger. And it's just I don't know. It's it's literally all those TL shows just tickle me. Are great in a in a way that's like I love watching trashy people <laughs> argue and fight on television. I think they're not even trashy people though. They're like moms in their 40s. They're like bringing their kids They're a different like, they're a different class. They're, different trash. Breed. they're not they're not trash in the sense that I have three teeth and wear a wife beater. Mm-hmm. Like trailer park trash, they're more like Karen trash. Uh, the privileged trash. The privileged trash. Yeah, man. Like it's all it's all good stuff you know there i like that show for the same reason i like my tiktoks in the sense i will only watch my tiktoks if you look like you have an iq of 84 if you look semi-intelligent as a human being i will not watch your TikToks. or there's a check mark by your name it's like mm -mm. yeah no and i think that defeats if you look if you look attractive and or funny intelligently (laughs) capable yeah because like Like, mm -mm. i think like all those tiktoks like what makes them so funny to me is well a Every one of those people are R-worded to the extreme. And then B, just how sincere they are in making each of their TikToks. Like, like the peanut butter hot dog? Oh. <laughs> you want to play that one real quick? I think people have heard of it, haven't they? Yeah, well, I want to hear it again. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Well, it's a lady making uh, some... It, it is... Okay, okay, so that was not what planned. The fuck is that? <laughs> that was just when I opened my TikTok, and the caption says, "I'm a 2020 president candidate." <laughs> let me let me watch that again. I got the mojo dude. We're traveling like the A. Pulling out the coupon. I'm trying to read. Oh my gosh! 
and the shirt says Control Freak, but it has like a PS2 controller on it. <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's the stuff I here's live the thing. for. Who gave that kid a phone? That's what I want to know because clearly that kid is riding on the back of the you short know, bus. My favorite TikTok, the favorite follower that I've been, we'll get back to the peanut butter hot dog. Yeah. But my favorite uh, follower, or TikToker that I've been following is a guy who does uh, trick shot or like trick videos on his Heelys. Oh, <laughs> well, I don't think he's just in regular shoes. He's just those are feelings. He, well, he's just hydroplaning from all the pussy juice that is making all the women wet. <laughs> but I love it because each vi- like at first I'm like, oh, this guy's like, you know, joking around, but he's dead serious. He's dead. He's just like, but, oh, let me pull. That's what I love. I just love how sincere people are about ridiculous shit. It's great. You know what I mean? Like one thing I've always wanted to go to Comic Con for two reasons. For one. I think that, like, the amount of, like, craft and dedication that goes into, like, making, like, decent cosplay Mm -hmm. is actually pretty cool. And plus, I'm a nerd. Mm -hmm. You know, I like video games. I like comic books and stuff like that. But also, I just want to see how cringy the cringiest part of Comic-Con is. Mm -hmm. I've heard horror stories about the lack of hygiene at Comic-Con events. Well, think about it. You're in this suit. Like, for how... It's, like, three days, four days long. Right. I was thinking, it's like, man, why would I get clean if I'm just going to get back in this? I was suit? thinking like, more on the lines that there's a ton of kids in there with Aspergers who don't know how to apply deodorant. Maybe. A little <laughs> uh, here's your favorite TikTok, I think, that always makes you laugh. Guys, don't you hate when it's a <laughs> gaming session and you die on round zombie 11 of zombie Call of Duty zombies? <laughs> 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 I, and his head, his headset is just hanging on the fucking side. Of his head. <laughs> he doesn't even realize it's a broken. Don't you hit it when you die around the eleven? Call of Duty eleven zombies. Call of Duty zombies. Eleven zombies. <laughs> like and oh, now so here's the thing: you can't not look at that and think, "Oh, he's just joking." You look at his eyes, and it's like, "Oh, he's <laughs> just the seriousness." He's like, for real, guys. Don't you hate it when you have a hardcore gaming session? And you die on round 11 Call of Duty, 11 zombies Call of Duty zombies. zombies. <laughs> you're like, I do. <laughs> play, play peanut butter hot. I will play peanut You kind of need the video Here, for this, but you can hear the sound. Here's the thing, guys. This is a three-star Michelin <laughs> chef who is showing us how to create gourmet meals at home. Gordon Ramsay who? Gordon Ramsay who? That's right, bitch. This is the future. Yeah. All right. All right. So if you want to look at this video... Uh, we're not recording this video-wise, but if you want this video, yeah. I can send it to you. Yeah. Um, should we give an update on that as what? to... With, the video? Yeah, with, like, the... Well, I guess we don't know 100%. Yeah. I was talking more on the lines with, with, like, Zach being second. Yeah. Like uh, you want to share that? Yeah. So, our crew member, Zach... Um, he's not sick. He's not sick, but he the one of the people that he works with with his wrestling um has been diagnosed with COVID-19 mm-hmm. so for the time being we are going to be quarantining in that regard and that might make because he has all the recording software mm-hmm. correct so video uploads will be delayed until we can get the situation resolved which it's better to be safe than get yes, video updates so I don't want to be fucking getting the COVID yeah which you know what? It's better that he, you know, stays in quarantine and then doesn't get other people sick. So Exactly. And then he knows if he's sick or not and then he can get the treatment. So. And then he can continue to rustle. Yeah, he can continue to rustle whore. To rustle whore. <laughs> I, don't I don't know why I've been saying it like that. Where's to like, rustle whore. whore. You, you, can't, you came in here yeah. and you're like, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm just and like, I'm like, is that horny and hungry? No. I can I can <laughs> fix one of those. I was like, I'm hungry. You're hungry. I'm hungry. That's what whore. you said, hungry. Yeah, I meant to say horde. <laughs> like, I'm a hungry horde. You know? Oh, I don't know. Not a whore? I would know. Like, horde. Like, hard, but like, hard. Anyways, can we <laughs> pull up the genius... Peanut butter hot dog? The genius creation of this gourmet dish. If you want to see this video, DM me or DM MC it's, Media. It's dank, it's balanced, it's, it's elegant, it's so. refined, it's all these things. It hooks you in the beginning. <laughs> it hooks you in the beginning. Here we right? go. Display... Yeah. No. It's a tortilla. It's a tortilla. Microwave the hot dog. Peanut butter hot dog. Oh. Now, so. there's a lot of things to break down with this. 
For one, a lot of can we play that? Can we play that first sound clip real quick? Oh uh, yeah, let me uh, just for our audience. Let me give it up. Um, oh, almost had another cool guy pop up really quick. <laughs> um, here it is. Now, <laughs> I often make this sound before I dine into a nice lobster bisque, mm-hmm. a nice, you know, steak soufflant, oh, a nice chicken cordon bleu, yeah. you know. I mean, it's it's very typical in higher society for people to scream like fucking retards at the top of their lungs when they get a hold of some delicious food. I know I do, guys. So you can already tell right from, right from the get-go we're in for a treat. All right, Christian, play, play the next part. Okay. Now, right there. Now, the tortilla is is a humble carb. Mm-hmm. All right, it is it is it is soft. Yeah, it's elegant. But it can also like get crispy. Yes, it's like a crispy soft. You 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 can do. It's it's very it has a lot of variety that you can do. A humble mm-hmm. agreement, but a but a varied one mm-hmm. at that. Go on. Next play. Next play. Next play. Microwave the hot dog. Now, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> Microwaving <laughs> is, doing a play-by-play on is a long lost art that mm-hmm. was originally created by the Mesopotamians. Yeah, and it's, college students. It's a high <laughs> it's a high te- it's a very technical way of cooking the hot dog mm-hmm. to that perfect temperature where it's hot on the outside but still somehow cold in the middle. And it's it's a really nice mouthfeel. Yeah. And I think just completely. It's a good hot and then cold bite because it really just kind of centers it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Now go, go on. Peanut butter hot dog. Oh! Now, again, oh, she, she vocalizes the sensation that we all feel after biting into a half warm, half cold hot dog wrapped in a peanut butter tortilla, mm. which is head of delight. And elegance, and also, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> and she, she put peanut butter <laughs> in a tortilla, <laughs> and then microwaved a hot dog, and went, "This is a good snack." You know and what? Just rolled it up. I think we should try a peanut butter hot dog. You want to hear another one? You think we should? I have, I have all the ingredients for it. Oh, I mean, that's a lot of ingredients to get. <laughs> you know, you see, I, I had contracted, um some of the higher ends mm-hmm. in Mexico mm-hmm. for only the finest flour tortillas. <laughs> I extract New I York. Milk, I milk the peanuts myself for the peanut oh, butter. Dang. And then I pick the hot dog fresh from the tree out back. I have you have the all the high quality ingredients for That's a peanut butter hot dog. <laughs> Do you want to hear another recipe of hers? Sure. Okay. Well, we- Got this can of corn. <laughs> That's it. So now... (laughs) You you can't corn. Yeah, dude, there really isn't a way for me to bullshit that. That's just kind of this fucking imbeciles eating an entire can of fucking corn. I think this is another one. Hold on. All right. Yeah, I'm eating hot dog, corn, and relish. Hot dog, corn, relish. Is that a pimple? Yeah, it's a pimple. Anyway, yeah, that's what I'm eating. Can you explain what we just saw? Okay, so what we have is a nice brioche bun mm-hmm. crafted from the finest wheat fields in Italy. <laughs> and then surrounding it are the humble corn kennels surrounding a perfectly medium rare pork beef hot dog. And it is the most delicious looking hot dog I've ever seen. On a real note, though, it's fucking little pieces of corn <laughs> on a piece of bread. It's piece not even a fucking bun. That's how you know. That's how you know you're fucking strapped for cash is when you just wrap up hot dogs in like lo- like pieces of a bread. Well, sometimes when you're eating, like if you're like, I really want a hot dog, and you're like, I don't have any hot dog buns. Yeah. Oh, let me use this piece of bread. Yeah. As a hot dog. You bun. fuck around. Yeah. But that's I'm not gonna put corn and relish in a hot dog. <laughs> one bun and go like relish on a hot dog. Maybe you got corn? No. Maybe she had leftover you know corn in that think can of corn. This, this woman is there's clearly something wrong with her. What? I mean I, I mean this in the sense that she might be too advanced for our humble intellect. What? 
and I agree. Her palate. You want you want, <laughs> look, look, dude. We she her her palate is obviously Michelin star quality. To combine mm. the humble ingredients of corn <laughs> just looking at and that. hot dog. You want to hear another good one? Yes. Okay, hold on. Here's a good one. If you're gonna drink in public, drink some root beer. Root beer. Yeah, it's no alcohol. No alcohol. <laughs> You see... That one was pretty good. All right, this woman's clearly on meth, too. No. That's something I just noticed. No. Dude, she has laugh lines on top of her laugh lines. Do you want to see... I'll show you one more. <laughs> you want to really see bad. one more? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's safe outside, but uh, I got my maxi pad. Just to need it. Oh. Just to need... Um, anyways. First <laughs> outside uh, 2020. Stay safe, coronavirus. Stay safe, coronavirus. She got a maxi pad for the You know, guys, I think it brings up an excellent point. You know, we do need to bring out our maxi pads. We do. During this coronavirus. I mean, (laughs) we need something to just soak up the virus out of the air. You want to see a real cool guy? All right, this is the last one I promise. Now, (laughs) if you show me this one, is this going to make me, is this going to be like a hard rock neck scenario where I just feel completely inadequate as a man? Yeah, it will. Okay, play the clip. No, I fucking saw that one like eight times. Come on. He's not even eating the stick. He's not even doing it. He has the stick in his mouth. And he's Is that Uncle Ben from the rice package? He's just chomping on his <laughs> So what, what this guy is doing is he's fake eating a stick and he looks like Uncle Ben from Uncle Ben's rice. Not the Uncle Ben that got shot like a bitch in Spider-Man, but the other one. Beat it. <laughs> Beat it. Beat it. What great power, great okay. We'll move on from the TikTok. Anyway, back to your, what were you talking about? I was, I oh, think Dance, dance moms. moms. Yeah, and there is, it's so funny because one of the, like, the, one of the moms, um, it's the black mom on there, looks like my Aunt Stacia, just obviously darker. And I'm just like, I call, I just, I don't know, that makes me, that that tickles me in a, in a, in a fancy way. I don't know. The show is, it's funny in the sense that it's really cringy, Mm -hmm. but it's also a stark reminder on how not to be a parent. Oh my, we're just like, hey, you're gonna do this. And the kids are like, can I just like. One of the dances the kids do is like sit on the couch and eat chips. Like <laughs> really? really? When uh, when the I'm pretty good at that dance. When the girl or when you know who what is her name, the the head lady, the big one. Yeah, Abby. When Abby's like, what do you want? What do you guys do when you're not dancing? And she's like, what do you want to do when you're not dancing? She's like, I just want to stay home and eat chips sitting on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, hey, you want to fuck around? And it's eat like chips later? sometimes, dude. You're just like if your kids literally like. When they go to that dance studio, they go right after school until like ten o'clock at night. Yeah, and it's like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah, in honestly, I, I would hate that a hundred percent. I did that a few times. I only did that in high school, like every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for like musical. Yeah. Honestly, you have to really love what you're doing because I did that for football in high school, and well, okay, I wasn't out like that late, but it would be like I go to school from like, like. Eight to eight to three, mm-hmm. and then I go to practice from like three forty-five to like five fifty, almost six, mm-hmm. and then I get like maybe three hours of myself before I like I gotta go to bed again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or do homework. And honestly, it wasn't that bad. Like, well, for one, I love football. Mm-hmm. You know, I still do love football, but my love for football has changed in a way where like it's, it's like like it's changed for me with music. Yeah, where I still like music, but I'm not gonna be like I'm gonna go kill myself. Yeah. Doing this music thing. Music is my fucking life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where it's and it's just like I think you saw the appreciation. There's a certain level of football where and it, to no fault of their own, where it gets to the point where the competitiveness is so high where it necessitates you to treat it like a job, and mm-hmm. that's where it's just like, dude, I'm. I football is not going to be my profession. Mm-hmm. So why should I treat it as such? And I just kind of, they kind of sucked the love out of it for me. But in high school, though, high school was so much fun, dude. Honestly. And just middle school, too. I remember, uh, I don't know. I always remember every Tuesdays, we'd get out of practice, and we'd always go to Quaker Steak and Lube. Mm-hmm. And, like, just down. Smash like, some wings. wings. <laughs> yeah, boy. Especially after a long practice. Like, that was the best. But now, like, if I eat, like, buffalo wings, like, I just feel terrible afterwards. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe it's just because we're getting older, you think? We're 21. What I, do know. You I know. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Can't but eat like, wings anymore. Okay, but are you telling me that like you eat your middle school diet right now and feel fine? My middle school diet consisted of school food, so yes. I could probably eat worse than that. you telling me you didn't snack on a bunch of bullshit when you were in middle school? I had a lot of like saltine crackers. What? Which was weird because it, there was not like a lot of chips in the house. So like it was like, wasn't like we're not gonna buy chips because we're no, it was just like house. it was like if we got chips, they would get eaten so fast because oh. like there'd be five or six people living at that house. So if you had like oh, let's yeah. say we're making oh we're making burgers tonight, and we got chips for it. They'd be, that, gone. they'd be gone. Like it would be like oh they're gone. What's um how many people were living at your house at that time? Um, it depends on like when people were over, you know. So like freshman year of high school, who was freshman, in your house? So we got. Let's see, one, two, three, four, Who were they? five, six. My step siblings. Yeah, you, Colton. Colton, Curtis. Wait, me, Colton, Curtis, Cora, Caitlin, my mom, and John. So seven, seven people. Jesus. For like feeding seven people, it's like it's no joke. Fuck that, dude. I like. That's a bag of chips gone like that. I is gone. We. I mean, we. We're now back to the point where, for the first time in a long time, like three or four years, we now have all five of us back in the house again, and mm-hmm. food is flying out the mm-hmm. house like there's no tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's not as bad, though, when in, like, sophomore, junior, senior high school, where I was bulking up to, like, build a ton of muscle, dude, I threw it down. Jesus. Like, honestly. Well, there was a point where I was eating close to about eight to 9,000 calories a day. And it wasn't good calories. <laughs> no, we're talking like we're slamming nachos and pizza, bro. You're slamming 50 mozzarella sticks. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And just like... That's like 5,000 calories. Well, because I didn't know any better. It was just like, oh, if you want to get big, eat big. Eat so, big, I'm just yeah. like, okay. I guess that applies <laughs> to everything. All I knew was just eat a ton of protein. So, I'm like, yeah. done. And I'm just like, <laughs> I didn't like, know easy. that... Protein from mozzarella sticks and cheese is different from protein from a fucking ribeye steak. Mm-hmm. So I just fucking ate everything, mm-hmm. everything. I remember one thing I used to make, I call them manwiches. And what I would Ooh. do is I would take like two like thick slices of rye bread, right? Mm-hmm. And I take you know those um, you know how they have those um, those those value pack containers with the deli turkey and the deli yeah. ham yeah and they're the good, the good stuff I would take both of those packets and throw them on the sandwich eat all the, I put eat cheese, all the meat yeah I put Jesus cheese on, on both the top and the bottom I took two knife slathers of mayo on each side of the sandwich and then I'd load on pickles jalapenos banana peppers and then I put Doritos on the sandwich, and then I'd have chips, cottage cheese, mm, just and then like up. milk on the side. It was easily two thousand calories. That's easily just one meal. And I remember, <laughs> day. I remember, I I was, I was, was I in this room? I was in this room because this used to be Trey's room, and for whatever reason, I was watching War- the World's Strongest Man of nineteen ninety one on the on Trey's three sixty. Mm-hmm. Right, so I'm watching that. And I'm just stuffing my face with the sandwich, trying to eat it as fast as possible because mm-hmm. that way your brain doesn't realize, oh. You're getting hungry. Yeah. You're getting full, mm-hmm. rather. And I remember I get I get stumped like three quarters of the way through the sandwich. I still have all the chips and all the cottage cheese. I'm just like, I'm just slowly stuffing my face, like clearly not enjoying it. My mom walks in just like, Mitch, are you even enjoying that? And I'm just like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like. Oh, like, don't <laughs> please. Honestly, my family thought it was fucking disgusting, and rightfully so. Dude, it that's was a lot of food, but it got me big. Granted, it got me a little bigger than what I would have liked. Definitely threw on the extra pounds, but I leaned down. Mm-hmm. You know, now I can bulk with intelligence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's better to eat just a ton of meat, potatoes, and it is the fucking just, just stuff cheese, nachos, and pizza. Dude, I fucking love nachos though. <sighs> The nachos at uh, Iowa Western. Oh! <laughs> oh, don't even start. Or go, go ahead Dude, and start because I, oh let me God. tell you about these bad boys. Let me tell you. You thought the peanut butter hot dog was gourmet. Mm-mm, this is next level. This is literally they're like with <clears throat> what the lunch was at Iowa Western. I know we explained it once before, but it was literally like you come in and there's this like this little like alleyway before you get into the like the 
the kitchen area. Yeah. And you scan your finger and then it goes, okay, cool. You use, you know, you had three, I think I had three scans a day. Yeah. And it would give you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Or if you just literally wanted to stay in there all day, you could just scan once and sit there and just keep going up for food. And it's like, it's the grossest thing. Did you ever do that? I've done it once when I was cramming for like one of my finals where I literally just sat there and then I'd get up for lunch, come back down, eat some food, go back up for supper, Jesus get back Christ. down. And it was like, dude, it was gross because you'd sit there all day. And usually when you like, you eat, you kind of like not be around food for the rest of the day and you're like kind of just smelling like food yeah this is gross but the nachos you and this is once you scan in once you if you leave you have to scan back in again and use one of your stubs I guess yeah but if you just use it once you could keep going up for more plates of nachos and the most nachos I had was three plates of nachos jeez full plates full plates with chips cheese meat you you put the jalapenos on there too I did once or twice some sour cream? No. Oh, dude, that's the it way to do it. would be too much, but, like, it would just be loaded. And then it would be like, all right, time, time for ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, boy. I got, but, dude, honestly, it was so, so good. An interesting thing I heard from the Jerry experience, which is currently my favorite podcast to listen to. Um, Sponsored. No, not sponsored. <laughs> just a fan of the work. We appreciate you, Joe. Yeah. Even though you're probably never going to listen to this. No. But anyways, um, one of his guests brought up, like... The, obviously, you burn calories from physical labor, mm-hmm. right? But people don't often talk about like the, the calories mental. you burn mm-hmm. from brain power. And apparently, professional chess players—I heard this. I heard this—burn up to six thousand calories a At day from thinking mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. And honestly, after hearing that, looking back on it now, all I can remember about like cramming for tests is just how fucking hungry I was Cause you're just the entire burning. time. And it literally got to the point where I'm like. I'm gonna eat a sandwich if I like keep if, if I keep like studying, and that's literally what it was. And like, I hate the stigma where it's like, oh, you're not, you know, you haven't been doing anything, you know, you're just studying. Why are you hungry? It's yeah. like, dude, I've been just working. Thinking, dude. This. I've been thinking, thinking, especially for math. Math is the worst. Math is like trying to figure out a puzzle without like a key. It's trying to figure out a foreign language, but you do not know that foreign language. Yeah. Trying to speak that foreign language. My my fucking Iowa Western stats class, I taught myself. Stats is. E, stats like the easiest e, form of math, but it's like literally it's stuff that you use. It's stat, yeah, it's the most life applicable math, but it was mostly like Excel formulas mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that, which was tough. But like, like, oh, I need trigonometry to learn how to run a podcast. I don't <laughs> like, know what even what math encompasses trigonometry. Do you know what do you use? Let's look. Th- let's look this up, guys. Let's try and figure out. What the fuck trigonometry actually is? Because I ain't got a goddamn clue. I didn't take it. That's for sure. <laughs> I did not. Highest I got in high school was algebra two, and I feel like that is more than enough. Honestly, I feel like once you get past geometry and you take a stats class, like you're, you, you should be good. I don't think you need algebra two. I'm looking up what trigonometry does in the world. Nothing. <laughs> Oceano- oceanography and calculating the height of the tides. The, sh- the sine and cosine functions are fundamental to the theory of periodic functions. Okay. okay. <laughs> They're like, you, you get to measure ocean waves. They're like, what else? It's fundamental. <laughs> hey, you oh don't gosh. care about the ocean, bro? The measure the height of a building or mountain. Okay, that's pretty useful. So that's useful. Um, trigonometry in video games. Okay, but, now you're speaking my language. But I don't think I've ever played Mario and go, I wonder what the trigonometry is on this jump that I'm about At least to not play. in that voice. <laughs> yeah, maybe once or twice in that one. When you see him, oh, have you ever played the game Mario? When you see him so smoothly glide over the roadblocks, he doesn't really jump straight along the Y axis. It's a slightly curved path or per. <laughs> What is this? It's like... So is trigonometry the math of, like, angles and... It might be curves. Curves? Curves and... Trigonometry and construction. Trigonometry... Look up trigonometry definition. Flight engineering. Physics. Okay. um, Criminology. Okay. Marine biology. Okay. Marine engineering. All right. A lot of ocean stuff. A lot of... (laughs) Yeah. Ocean man. Navigation. Okay, maybe it's a... I don't know, man. For those of you who don't know, we are currently posted up in my dad's office, which is a really nice setup, by the way. But my dad is a 
he likes his geography. He likes to have maps in mm. his like saying rooms. Hold on. When we're looking at a giant map, let me see something. Right now, what are you looking for? I'm looking for one of the mistakes that are on all of maps. And I believe it's Greenland. Greenland's not actually that big. I know it's not. Like I love, like I love it that Greenland's like half the size of the United States. But like it's it's so weird just seeing. But it's also the curve of the Earth too. Right. That it kind of stretches it out when well, we lay yeah, it out. Yeah. When you put it because when you put it on a map, you have to kind of expand mm-hmm. it just because just you're because putting a three dimensional image on a two D surface. Yeah. So it actually expands. By so, National Geographic. Okay. Which one of these countries besides the United States would you want to visit the most? Um. Uh, Europe. That's a continent. A continent. Right. <laughs> like to deliver, you know, just Europe in general. I know it's a continent, but. I believe, like, kind of... Where is it? I don't know, man. Europe is definitely a thing that I want to, like... Or, like okay, now, which country. of these countries do you feel like you're most likely to get kidnapped and killed in? Uh, Europe. <laughs> Europe? I would probably say Somalia. Maybe kind of like... Syria. Maybe, uh... Chad. Sudan. Or South Brazil is a good one. Brazil is a good one. Uh, Mexico, maybe. I feel like you get jumped in Bangkok a lot in Thailand. You think so? Yeah. I think a little bit. Like, I don't know. Like, there's a ton of people. Okay. Anytime you're going to have a ton of people in one area, there's going to be There's going to be something, yeah. And there's, that's like the most like people in like a, or no. What's like the most population dense city? Is it Tokyo? Is it in Tokyo? I think it's... Look that up real quick. Jamie, pull I, that up. I just pulled up trigonometry meaning. And Jamie, just, pull that up. Uh, no, so trigonometry, the branch of mathematics dealing with the relations of sides and angles of triangles and with the relevant functions it's the, of it's any It's the term angle. tri in trigonometry. Yeah, so. What did you want me to look up? The most populated... Yeah, but city with the densest population. It has to... It's either Tokyo or like a Chinese city. It has to Let's be. see. Tokyo. Tokyo. Definitely. Because, dude, have you seen apartments in Tokyo? No. I, the apartment, the whole apartment is probably this size of the room. What the fuck? It's not big at all. Do they? Do they? Do they sleep? Do they not have bed frames in Tokyo? I don't know. Well, do, yeah, they just, don't believe in bed frames in Tokyo. No, I just like that's something I see in anime a lot, where they just like have a bed on the floor. It's not even a bed. It's like mm-hmm. a roll out, like uh, fucking. It's like a bedroll that you take yeah. like camping, yeah. and that's what they sleep in. That's I don't. Great. Know. That's, I don't I Should don't, we take a break and figure this out? I think we should take a break. What time are we at right We're now? at 32 minutes. All right, guys. Uh, we're right. going to take a break. We're going to take a commercial break here, so we'll be back in a bit. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed that break. Uh, yeah. We're we really didn't take a break. We just kind of sat here in silence. Don't ruin it, man. Oh, whatever. It's fine. Hold on. Look at... Oh, they have inhabitants per square mile here. More than 125 per square mile. And fucking the entire side of Asia is just dark red. Yeah, yeah just... I want to go to Tokyo sometime. Not just because I'm like, I want to see the anime. Because you're a it's like, Why are the this, subtitles? I just want to... I just want to see the culture, you know? Like, see... Have you ever seen, like, movies of Tokyo, Japan? And it's just like, you're seeing it, and you're like... Wow. I, hear, I hear crazy... Japanese people love Americans. Do they? That's well, they're there constantly, so... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but they're probably used to seeing, like, the neckbeard... Americans are like, oh, I can't get the Actually, the way you say this word is like this. Yeah, it's like, how do you know? I've watched anime. I watch yeah. anime. <laughs> <laughs> I learned uh, Japanese from anime. Do you think us nuking Japan had anything to do with how fucking weird that culture got in the past, like, no, couple not decades? Have you realized what's in that culture? I don't even want to touch it, you know? It's one of those things like, I love the waifu body pillows. <laughs> yeah, how, where did that even all originate? Well, think of, like, there's a lot of cartoons, right? There's a lot of, like, I guess cartoons stemmed into anime. Because, like, or what did, what stemmed first? What came first, the anime or cartoons? In Japan? Just in general. Cartoons, probably. You think cartoons? Most definitely. And I mean, there's think, some think about side of, like... Walter Disney was one of the first cartoonists... I think ever and okay. I mean, because here's the thing: so anime, wasn't, form of anime like, wasn't a thing till post World War Two in in Japan. So then it's another form of like entertainment then. I guess, but what like makes it so goddamn weird? So just because of their culture. Yeah, but like, why? You, That's what I'm asking. I don't know. Have you seen Japan? Before? I'm not in Japan. Have you seen Japan before World War Two? They were not like that at all. And now all of a sudden they're like. It's just this complete 180 in the opposite direction. Maybe I'm just being stupid. I don't know. 
Dude, it's it's something. It blows my mind how like how small. I guess it's not really small. Like, small like, compared to us, like, like United Tokyo, States. where Tokyo, what island Tokyo's on, like how small that is, and then it's like, oh yeah, it's the most compact or populated city in the whole world. Yeah, man. In the whole world. In the whole. Like world, breaking, man. you know, New York, which is very fucking. Is, it's not Delhi, like you breaking Delhi, Beijing, Hong Kong. You yeah, know, France. Wuhan. It's not really much France, but Paris. Like, Paris is pretty packed. I hear the women don't shave in Paris. All right. That, that doesn't have to do anything <laughs> with population. <laughs> I, it's just a rumor I heard. What man. else? Isn't just it? like... I, you, have you ever been in New York? No, I haven't. It is packed. Yeah? Like, literally, it's kind of like everyone's living on top of each other. Like, the reason why they... Like, they don't have enough room to go, you know... Yeah. Ladder, yeah. Like, kind of... We kind of we kind of we kind of reached the limit on expanding cities. The only way is up. Yeah, that's the only way. Yeah. Like you're not gonna build or more, st- <laughs> more oh. become more people. And Honestly, <laughs> I think I think we should start building underground cities. That would be dope. I think we should start building up until we get an earthquake and then everyone. Yeah, then dies. everyone's die. <laughs> yeah, we'll just do it in the Midwest where it almost never happens. We haven't had an earthquake in a few years now. We were we're mostly tornadoes. Yeah. And then the flood that happened like last year. And this year. Yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> I, mean, I think there's an earthquake when I went to a theme park or like a, like, I don't know if it was Adventureland. Right. Maybe it was. I don't remember. It was some theme park and we were on the plane and we just took off and then like we got a notification saying, hey, there's an earthquake. They're like, oh, great. And we're like, oh, we're not even on the earth. So yeah, that's, that's it, right? <laughs> it's like, take that earthquake. Yeah, we fucking beat you to the punch, bitch. And it was just like, oh, what's some, uh, what's, okay. You got, what, what, I know you want to live in Sioux Falls, mm-hmm. right? So. Sioux what, Falls are like kind of Oregon. Oregon's pretty fun. What do you, what do you like about Oregon? Well, Oregon, so whenever we vacation there as a family, they have like everything you want. Right. So you want to go to a desert? Oregon has a Oregon desert. has a, a dune desert. Oh, okay. So, but it's really cool because you can go like dune bugging and like, ah, oh, so much fun. Right. They have rainforests, they have mountains, they have valleys, they have oceans, they have basically yeah, they have everything you they want. They have Starbucks. They have Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is originated in Washington, not Oregon though. Washington. Washington is a place where it always fucking rains. Man. That's it. Yeah, honestly, like, I don't mind the rain. I actually kind of like the rain. I think one place I'd want to live, well, South Dakota for one, mm-hmm. but also for two, Montana. Because oh, Montana. What the hell? Who's... Oh, hold on. Oh my God, text my mom back. Sorry about that, guys. Text your mom. Really important. She's like, do you want some peanut butter? I'm like, hell yeah. For a tortilla and a hot dog, mom. Yeah. Get it right. Yeah, can you get some? Love you, XOXO. Love my mom, man. Um, but I don't know. I think... Well, Sioux Falls is a great place to live, for one. Because Sioux Falls has so much economic opportunity in that city. It's, it's still growing. Yeah, still like, growing. It's, just, it's nuts. And not to mention, South Dakota is one of the few places in the United States where the land is practically untouched mm-hmm. by people. Where there's still vast like valleys and prairies of just tall, long grass. It's like a and country and then with around the city. Yeah. It's, it's weird. You can drive through South Dakota. It's honestly, a lot of people think it's boring, but I think it's one of the most beautiful drives you can take. It's mm-hmm. following I-29 north and just going. And just going. Yeah, and just going up there. It's awesome. I used to make that drive all the time to go up to USD. Really? Yeah. And then, um, uh, and plus the lake properties up by Pickerel Lake and stuff like that are actually like dirt cheap as far as lake properties go. Dude, Sioux Falls is cheap in general though. You get a house for like 600000 which for a lake property is a it's fucking dirt cheap. That's six hundred cheap in California. Six hundred thousand is like a like this house would be six hundred thousand. I don't know about that. I think it would be even more. It, you, even more in California. Where are we talking about in California? L.A. Oh, this easy would be over a mil. Over a really? I, I would say easy. How do you? Honestly, it, it, you got to think it's inflating to the point where it's almost going to be unlivable to live there. Oh, it already is. Like, it, like everyone's flying, you know, everyone's going there like, live in California, it's the best place to live. And then you have people living in California say, 
no, don't come to California. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, like and then they to... moved to Texas, and then people in Texas were like, get out of here, you know. Yeah, we don't want you here. It's like, Sioux Falls, like, literally, no one thinks of, I'm going to live in South Dakota, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well, cause so- I think South Dakota is under the radar, and that's exactly what I want it to be. Because mm-hmm. I don't want people coming in. But it's, like... it's also, like, a city, too. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, hey, there's, you know, artists, you know, musicians still come in there. So it's like, it's a college town. Yeah. But Bobby, it's also baby. so clean. Yeah. That's what I wanted to get to. Like, the town, I lived there for, I think, three or four years, and it was the cleanest place I've ever lived. Not to mention, like, everyone there is, like, living nice. comfortably, too. They're yeah. nice. Yeah. Like, I've, There's not a lot of, like, bad neighborhoods in Sioux Falls, mm-hmm. either. Can you name any? No. no. Yeah, I can't. I <laughs> not can't really. Name. I've never been down a street in Sioux Falls and go, oh, man. This I don't is know. This is you know, like I don't know. All of them are so good, and there's just so much. There's the bike trails. Oh yeah. There's the, I think a ten mile bike trail. Dude. That leads you to the falls, like the waterfalls. Oh man, dude, they're oh, so, so great. It's so good. Honestly, that's where almost all my family lives now. Like all my like, not like, like the Jensen side. Yeah. Lives there pretty much. Is that the move for you in the future? I want it to be. I think that would be a smart move. Uh, do you think? Do you think Faith is on board for that too? Well, maybe. I, I, sure. I, we, I, we've talked to her about, has, about she, it a little bit. Has she ever been to Sioux Falls? Uh, yes, she has. She went up with us to. Uh, what was it? I think it was a to watch the Vikings Forty Nine ers divisional. Yeah, yeah. No championship. Divisional. It was divisional. divisional. And then see the Vikings lose. And you guys just stopped in Sioux Falls on the way up there. No, we, like, just, we went there and watched it with my family. Because everyone in my family is a Vikings fan. Oh, so you, like, you watched on TV yeah. up there and everything. That's awesome. And then everyone's like, Kirk Cousins, was it all his fault? Dude, like, Kirk Cousins came in clutch Kirk last Cousins, half of season, though. Let me tell you about something. All right. I'm going to get Here we pissed. go, guys. Kirk Cousins is one of the most, not, I wouldn't say the most underrated, but he is an underrated quarterback. You think so? People hate him because he's like, he doesn't, he doesn't block the ball. He doesn't throw it in time. I'm like, if you had 2.3 seconds to throw the ball to your yeah. wide receiver that's not even been positioned yet or yeah. hitting that slant, you're not going to throw it. Yeah. It's like, what? you're not going to throw it over him. Like, he's obviously going to take the sack, but it's like the O-line is garbage. So when you fix the O-line and get, you know, Cousins a way to, like, kind of move around... But he also needs to learn how to, like, escape the pocket when it's, you know, collapsing around him. Well, the interesting thing is, is the a lot of people who criticize, like, high-level football players are typically the ones who don't know, like, Anything. how football works. <laughs> or think. You know what I mean, like, for example, in the terms of Kirk Cousins, like, a lot of people think the quarterback just takes the ball and then just starts looking around for shit to throw yeah. No, like, <clears throat> what happens is the quarterback has usually about three to four reads on the receiver's most of the times it's like three and then mm-hmm. then it's like okay figure some shit out but it's basically he knows all his routes beforehand and before the good ones like Tom, the Tom Brady's of the mm-hmm. world before the balls even snap they can look at they the defense, the and, defense. And, and realize okay hey this slant is my number one option um, corner is or say there's a wide receiver who's got a bad mismatch and they're coming mm-hmm. to man alright Maybe you're not gonna throw, throw that. that. Typically, yeah. a slant is able to beat. Unless you feel thrown to Adam. Well, Thielen. typically speaking, a slant is able to beat a cover two uh, man over. Just because when they're running, you're gonna slant, and they're not gonna have enough time to catch. Yeah, up. if you're in man, if you're in man under, then it's a little easier on the receiver. Um, the only thing you don't want is like to be in a zone on a slant, unless like your receiver is like a Julio Jones, or not even Julio Jones because he's more vertical. More like a Mohamed Sanu, who's mm-hmm. really quick on his feet and mm-hmm. can. Break a break a cushion on his and Adam Thielen, and Adam Thielen. I yeah. love Adam Thielen. Adam dude. Thielen's scary fast. Oh, I love him so. Much. Just seeing him, and like, oh, I'm in you know three man coverage, like three people around me. I'm just gonna easily yeah. catch the ball. Him and like, Stephon Diggs are great. Dude, I am so. I'm sad Stephon Diggs left, but at the same time, when Buffalo's like, hey, we're giving you a first round pick, and it's kind of like, oh, Stephon Diggs doesn't really want to be here anymore. So why force someone? It's yeah. like the whole not Le'Veon Bell. Yes, the Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, it is like Le'Veon Where it's like, yeah. he's not going to perform if he's not in a good, you know, good environment. So, do you think that the Vikings got a good pick this season? Oh, yeah. Yeah? They got a steal. <laughs> Who'd they get? The, who'd they they get got, um, go? oh, what's his name? I'll admit, guys, I did not watch the draft this year. I was just kind of pooped from everything going on. What's his name? I was paying more attention to the UFC, to be quite frank with you. 
with the whole mm. Ferguson Geishi debacle, which was a great fight if you guys haven't seen it. That was nuts, dude. It was so well. Basically, I've never. You seen got Justin it. Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. Mm-hmm. All right. What position does he play? Uh, wide receiver. Okay. So, so they got they got. But a he played for, for LSU. They got a replacement for okay. So so like a really good wide receiver. Yeah. I was like okay. They got a replacement for Diggs after he mm-hmm. left. But no, that Gage. But someone who can grow. But yeah, yeah that Gagey Ferguson fight was fucking nuts. That was my first UFC event. You re- oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. It was a fucking crazy one to start off with. What do you think of all like the the event as a whole? <laughs> it was just like when we started it, like at. So the event lasted seven. six hours. Yeah. Yeah, six hours. And like the first event, it was kind of like, all right, and we're going to start. And it's like, okay, cool. And then the first fight's done. It's like, okay, we only have uh, eight more fights until the main card. And you're like, oh, well, that first fight lasted about 15 minutes, you know, not too bad. And like each one didn't get any knockouts, so each match lasted a little bit longer and a little bit longer. And it's like, man, there wasn't really any interesting fights except the last one and the Francis Ngannou fight. <laughs> he started swinging and then yeah. the guy like walked right into one of his punches and just went eh. Yeah, I, w- I thought Rosenstruck was going to put up a way better fight but Ngannou just kind of knocked like, out. No, you're not. Cold. I mean, he's, he's the hardest hitter in the UFC right now. I and, love him. Um, apparently he's the hardest hitter in UFC history but the thing the, the asterisk next to that is they've only had that training facility for about three, four years. So he's the hardest hitter in the last four years. But I don't know. That's still pretty impressive, though. That is, that is super impressive. So, I mean, it's nothing to scoff at. And, like, I mean, he's just got so much range, too. He's got an 83-inch reach, and he's 6'4". He's an inch shorter than me, and his wingspan is, like, mm-hmm. an airplane. Like seven feet, basically. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's, he's ridiculous. But, like... I think with MMA in particular, like it, like especially the grappling side of things, it becomes more interesting once you know like the techniques and what's mm-hmm. going on. Like to me, when I watch it, it's like it's a fighting is kind of like a giant chess game. It's you always want to be a few steps ahead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You want to try. Fighting is all about like getting your opponent to do what you want them mm-hmm. to do. You know, trying to bait them into things, setting up traps. You know when to go, when to be a little more conservative, and when like, you kind of respect the, their power. Mm-hmm. When to kind of let your hands loose mm-hmm. and whatnot. And MMA math is weird. And Joe Rogan again brought up this point where there's so many different factors that go into it that is unlike really any other sport. Because say you got, say you got a guy. We use Ngannou, Cain Velasquez, and Steve Miocic for this example. You know. Francis Ngannou is a tremendous athlete, and he's one of the hardest hitters in the UFC, and he's one of the biggest heavyweights around right now. He's about he, at some fights he'll get up to like two sixty, two sixty five at six. He four. just lays on them. Yeah, he's huge. <laughs> like Butterbean. And then on the other hand, you got Cain Velasquez, who's probably the greatest wrestler in the heavyweight in the history of the heavyweight division. I would say I can't think of anyone else besides maybe Randy Couture. Hmm. I would probably put him in. Kane Velasquez up there for a tie, who's a fantastic wrestler and also an excellent boxer, too. And then you have Stipe Miocic, who I think is the greatest heavyweight ever, um, and arguably the great, one of the greatest UFC fighters, period. Mm-hmm. You know, who's just so stellar in every aspect of his game. And also has a tremendous amount of power, but just doesn't you rely on it as heavy as Francis does. And yeah, he doesn't hit as hard as Francis, but he, he has knockout power. I mean, oh, yeah. for Christ's sake, he knocked out Fabricio for Doom walking backwards. You know what I mean? You know how hard that is to do with leverage going against you? You know? And so we have an instance where yeah, Kane and Steve have never fought, but that would be an interesting fight. Mm-hmm. But I think you should always get those fights where it's like, hey, yeah. we don't really know what would happen here. Yeah. You can't really predict yeah, that's as much the, that's as the way you plan fights. But the problem with that is now, you know, Cain Velasquez is doing stuff with the WWE and doing very well with that, mm-hmm. apparently. And Steve is getting on in years. So is Francis, too, quite frankly. Francis is like 33, 34. He's old. Like, he's a lot older than you think. And so Steve beats Francis, you know, pretty, you know, quite handedly, too. 
he slipped all his punches in the first round and gave him a little bit of his own and then out-wrestled him for the last four rounds. Mm-hmm. You know, made him look foolish. And then you would think, okay, Cain Velasquez is a guy of a Stipe caliber, you know. The argument between the GOAT of the UFC heavyweight division is between, you know, Stipe, um, Fabricio Ferdum, and uh, Cain Velasquez. So you think, okay, Cain Velasquez is on the same level as a Stipe, except he's a better wrestler mm-hmm. um, by far. And... But then Francis just goes ahead and knocks him out in the first round. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so, but that doesn't mean that Cain Velasquez is, bad. Any, is no. bad at all. It just... But that fight could have played out so many different that, ways, Yeah, that's too. just an instance where he it's got like, caught. You know, if you, were to, if you were to rematch that Stipe and Ngannou fight nine times, you know, ten more times, Francis wins at least one of those. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At least. Just with, just at the, just, you know, with that presence of power. You know what I mean? When Stipe fought DC for the first time for the heavyweight belt, which Stipe had, um, you know, Stipe got cracked with a good, clean shot mm-hmm. from Daniel Cormier. And now, I think Stipe is a better fighter than Daniel Cormier. I'm not saying Daniel Cormier is a bad fighter. He's an excellent fighter. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite fighters ever. But we saw that in the fourth round, or like, not the fourth round, but the next fight where that didn't happen. And Stipe just kind of start to dismantle him, especially in the later rounds. You know, it's just, it's an interesting sport mm-hmm. is what it is. But yeah, Definitely. that that Justin Gaethje, Tony for what is that? No, I was just... Oh. Should we answer these questions next after oh, this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot let about me, it. Let me finish. Yeah, finish your thought. Finish. Um, it was just, it was basically Gaethje punching t- Tony Ferguson in the face for five rounds. And Ferguson going like, huh, yeah. All right, let's keep going. How long can I, how long can I stay up? Honestly, Ferguson took every one of those shots, though. It mm-hmm. was ridiculous. Do we want to take... Let's take a break real quick. I'm going to get some more water, use the bathroom. Is okay. that something we can do? Yeah, we'll take a quick break, guys. We'll right. be right back. And we'll come back with the questions. Heck yeah. Hey, guys. This is Mitch Stanley from the MC Media Crew here to tell you about our Patreon and how you can get involved with that. So let me tell you a little bit about our Patreon real quick. It's only $2 a month to complete access to all of our content. You get all of our future content a week ahead of time, ahead of those other losers that aren't on the Patreon. (laughs) So first to see all our new content and projects, a shout out on the MC Radio Show ad-free content on all our shows and a chance to win some gifts in our monthly giveaway once we reach 150 supporters. If you're interested in supporting the crew, go to www.patreon.com mcmedia76. And now back to the show. What's up, guys? We're back from the break. Yep. Howdy, partner. We're going to go uh, ahead and answer some of your questions. So much, uh, we got three questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't really ask for them, but I mean, Jason... He wanted us to answer. Jason our, Kelly's like, hey. A boy, Jason Kelly. Yeah. He wanted us to answer. So we're going to answer. Boy wheels. So, uh, what do you want to answer first? I guess here's an easy here's a easy one to think about. Okay. Uh, so, would you rather be an awesome NFL kicker or an average NFL tight end? Awesome NFL kicker. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. That's, that's the easy difference between money. Adam Vinatieri and being a... Pat McCaffrey. Was he an awesome NFL kicker, or was he a Pat punter? Pat McAfee is, was a punter. Okay. He's, but yeah, he's got his own podcast now. But. Dude, he's making more money on the podcast than his own thing. But, like, I think being an awesome NFL kicker gets you more jobs mm-hmm. than a tight end. Because there's a lot of, like, pretty decent tight ends out there. Think about longevity, too, man. But, like, a kicker, you won't get a concussion. Yeah. You won't get tackled. You won't get tackled as much as a tight end would, mm-hmm. let's say. Because a tight end, you're doing blocking... You're doing your route running. You're doing everything like you're you're on the field pretty yeah. much. Are we talking, kicker's like, oh, I'm just gonna. Are we talking like a no-name tight end or kind of like a Jared Cook? Where yeah, he plays, but he, would you say Jared Cook's average? Yeah, I think he might be a little Slightly bit above, above average, but right around par. Yeah, for a tight end. Who would you say an average tight end is? Um, that's tough. I don't know. I'd say Jared Cook maybe that'd be a good better. Jared example. Cook is probably he right. like he's when he's on he is on fire. Jared Cook, but he, he needs to get to those places where he's like, oh man, I'm on fire right now. Jared Cook, Dallas Goddard are probably kind of your middle of the road type. Mm-hmm. Which by the way, we played against uh, 
Goddard, Dallas Goddard at uh, USD. He was an SDSU grad. Really? Yep. But he's he's probably middle of the road is what mm-hmm. I would say. Um, tight ends are kind of in the higher caliber, though, obviously, are guys like Kyle Rudolph. Um, Do you think Ron he's higher cal- cal- caliber? He's getting there. I think he... He's low. He's kind of on the lower end of the high caliber. But I think he's, he needs to, like... I don't know. When you had... Case Keenum didn't really throw to Rudolph that much. Mm-hmm. He basically went for his wide receivers, and you could tell. Like, he was more of a... No, I wouldn't say deep route, but he was more like bullet passes, yeah. slant. But, like, now Kyle Rudolph, you know, he won us the freaking wild card. Yeah. Even though they're like, he's pushing us, he's pushing us. Like, they're both pushing on each other, so shut up. My dad, uh, my dad's really superstitious when it comes to football, so he can't left watch the room. The game. Yeah, he left the room the while it was happening. He's like, what happened, man? So I'm just like, <laughs> I, and I, I, at first I like wanted to fuck with him, so I was like, oh, they lost. He's like, damn it! <laughs> just like, no, I'm kidding, they won. <laughs> dude, it's, oh man. I think I'd rather be a kicker, though, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you dude, get, I think you get a longer bone. Like, yeah, would you rather be Adam Vinatieri or Jared Cook? Adam Vinatieri, mm-hmm. no. Plus, think of all the money you can make from doing like 20 seasons in the NFL. You're there forever. You're set for life. Or Dan Bailey. Like a Dan Bailey? Mm hmm. You get contract like literally he was dropped from Dallas and the Vikings were like we want you 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 us now and they're like okay sweet it's plus like, like that's how quick you get plus like the job security is if you're a good kicker is high mm-hmm. I'm gonna do that one last uh, so, okay so would you rather be an NFL star or an MLB star that's fame versus money right there hundred percent because the NFL is more recognizable as a sport mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit different though it's more than just fame and money. It's longevity and kind of, I don't know, superstardom. Mm -hmm. I guess those two aren't really comparable by any means. You're famous in the NFL, more people are going to know who you are. Yeah. Whereas the MLB appeals not to a more niche, mm -hmm. but like a a not as wide audience. Mm -hmm. Which, honestly, MLB just sucks at doing that. Mm -hmm. Like, their advertising for their players is garbage. And I hate it. Because they're like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, our uh, game that you're trying to watch... Oh, like let's say you're a Kansas City Royals fan right. and you live in the Midwest. You cannot watch that game anywhere. You want to know why? Why? They want you to go to the game. What? Yeah. That's stupid. They want you to go to the game. And it's like, what if I can't make it to the game? And it's like, oh, it's okay. Whatever. Yeah, what if, what if the game's sold out and you can't even, watch Even it? after the game is done, let's say two years later, you're like, I want to watch the, uh, or a few years later, you're like, I want to watch the Kansas City uh Royals win their win their World Series. Can't do it. Can't do it. That's so dumb, man. You know, because, the, the, because of the blackout. The NH, the NHL has the same fucking stupid like, thing where their advertising is just garbage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just like, how do you expect hockey to grow as a sport if you just refuse? And hockey's it? pretty good too. Yeah, but you I just never hockey. really hear about it until it's like, oh, it's the Stanley it's the Cup. Stanley Cup. It's like Stanley Cup. And it's like, oh, I thought that was last week. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Damn. This is like, no, I would probably pick MLB. Star. I'd pick MLB. Yeah, I w- I just I'm I'm done with the whole football thing. You know what I mean? Been there, done that. Mm-hmm. I'd be or I'd be a Aaron Judge baseball <gasps> star. <laughs> Dude, just, nuts. Yeah, exactly, exactly. The only thing that's a downside to that are the seasons are way longer. But you got to think of it though too. You play every day, but you're not playing every single second of that game. Right. You're let's unless you're the catcher. Catcher's really like to the point where you're like you're down and dirty, and it's like oh man, I'm losing. You know. Yeah. Because catchers are the hardest position, because you're there on the field, and then it's like you're in the squat position, literally, you know, either kneeling or squatting the whole game. Jesus, dude. And that's it. What? Okay. What position would you want to? Play? I'd be either shortstop or right field. Because that's what I played as as a I'd kid, be too. Stop too. But right field's pretty good, too. Shortstop, I feel like, is like the quarterback of... of uh, you think shortstop's the quarterback? Or maybe like the middle linebacker. I think the pitcher's, I, the, pitcher's quarterback. the quarterback. Pitcher's like, I'm going to throw you an F.U. fastball. Yeah. Straight down the middle. Maybe I'd be a pitcher, actually. Pitcher's... They, oh, man. Tommy John surgery, man. See, all of this stuff is like... There's so many things that you can do. And then, like... But, like, when you get a concussion in the MLB, you wait, like, maybe two months before you're back in the game. Right. It's like, literally, you're, you're out. It's like, we don't want to hurt you anymore. Randall's like, here's a Hello Kitty Band-Aid. Get back out there. Like, okay. I think above all those, though, I'd want to be UFC heavyweight champ of the world. <laughs> That's not one of the options. I know. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. 
Because then, then you get to be the baddest dude on the planet. Yeah, then you get punch people. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be Kimbo Slice you, 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 you think you would just go around punching people as a UFC heavyweight champ? What, what would they do about it? <laughs> I don't know. Shoot you, maybe? No, they can't. Yeah, I'm bulletproof. <laughs> All right, you want to do the last one now? Yeah. So this one I wanted to save for last. And we've I think we've both seen this one, but we haven't really answered it. All right. So, would you rather get pegged by Randy Johnson's fastball in the ribs, hit by Ray Lewis coming across the middle... So football player. Yeah. Or punched in the face by Floyd Mayweather. Do you want to know how G- fast... Floyd Randy- Mayweather Jr.? It just says Floyd Mayweather. I'm assuming he means junior and not senior. Actually, my answer is the same either way. I'd rather get punched in the face by Floyd Mayweather. Okay. Here's, here's the thing. Okay, so Floyd Mayweather hits hard, no doubt. But yeah. Floyd Mayweather... He's a lighter weight guy. He's he boxes at like what one forty five, one fifty five, somewhere around that range. I think he's like a lightweight mm-hmm. essentially. He's like a twenty two, whereas a heavyweight boxer is like a fifty caliber. They can still hurt you, but not as bad. <laughs> but not as bad. And I'm just getting hit in the face once. Mm-hmm. If I get hit in the face once by Floyd Mayweather Jr., but you're also getting hit everywhere once in all the other scenarios, right? But Ray Lewis is throwing his whole body at me, and then that's also a professional but you're also baseball pre- player throwing a fucking baseball. It's at only me. 104 miles an hour. That's his high. That'll that'll <laughs> destroy me. No, 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 no. Like being pegged, beating like either like kind of in the body. So you could take it in the shoulder. You probably take it in the ribs. Ribs would hurt. You would break ribs but, on that. But I could take a shoulder shot. If you take a shoulder, you could probably take a shoulder if you're fast enough to move that. I way. would still, I would still take the punch from Floyd Mayweather. Do you know how like fast it is to rea- react to like over 100 miles? All you have you, to react beforehand. All you see is white. Yeah. And you, it's like 0.9 seconds yeah. to the plate. It's like. <laughs> yeah, it's no because the danger in Floyd Mayweather is it really starts to hurt once he hits you multiple, multiple times. That first. It gets yes. your adre- adrenaline just pumping, yeah. and you're like, oh. And here's the thing: getting hit really hard in the, f- like, really, really hard in the face, you don't feel it. Your face just goes kind of numb. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't like hurt like how you would think it would hurt. It just kind of numbs you. I'd out. rather be pegged by the ball. Yeah, every <laughs> time I think about that, I think I'd rather be pegged as no. I'd rather be pegged by the baseball. Randy Johnson throwing the ball. Just you because into pegging Jensen? Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, man. I just think it would be easier to get hit by the baseball and go. Okay, I can continue with my day. You really think? Yeah, you, you really think you'd rather get hit by a fastball than get punched once by Floyd Mayweather? Yes. That's a baseball. Yeah, it's a fist. Yeah, he can't throw the fist 106 miles an hour, dude. You know that? I know he can't. That's not humanly possible. What's the fastest he's thrown it? Like, what's the fastest a punch has ever been delivered? No one... I don't think... You don't gauge punches by miles I think that would be cool, though. Don't you think? Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> don't you think, like, seeing, like, oh, this guy punch... His fastest punch look up, is 105 miles. who the fastest puncher is. I've already done this one, but... I wanted to get miles per hour just because I'm kind of a statistical nerd. So seeing it's like, oh, hey, he's throwing 98 miles an hour a punch. Yeah. So like, you know, like that. But it's like, you don't really see that. Now, if it's getting hit in the face by Ngannou or Mike Tyson, actually, I'd probably still take the punch. Mike Tyson? I feel like, well, that just, we talked about this last time. It would just be cool to feel kind of the power behind that. And also, that's a cool story. Be to cool tell. to hit the ground. Yeah, too. I, I, I took a punch from Mike Tyson, dude. Oh, 45 miles per hour? Yeah, not even close. Not even close. What? Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah, it's you... still a punch to your head. That's a baseball! <laughs> to your body! Dude, no. I, you're just gonna rock your brain. Yeah, you're gonna be like, Ugh. dude, you're gonna have that cramp on your arm for weeks. With a hundred and four mile an hour baseball, what? The I punch you'll get over it in like twenty minutes. You think twenty minutes? Twenty minutes. Oh yeah, one punch. Hey, okay, is Floyd Mayweather in gloves? Are you saying that he's in gloves? If he's in gloves, yes, he's twenty in minutes. Yeah. I didn't know it was in gloves. I thought it was just without a punch. gloves. Okay, that changes things a little. I thought bit. it was just a punch. Where on the face is he punching you? Is he punching you by the jaw, the chin, the temple, or the forehead? Um, 
I think just a solid like boom like this. Like a cor- like on the, the cheek. cheek. On, cheekbone. Cheek. I'll I'll take the cheekbone punch. Just a cheek like this. Yeah. Jesus. It's better than the temple. Better than the lower jaw of the chin. We'll get cut up if they do that. <laughs> if he punches you in the forehead, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. No, you, you'd probably break his hand if you punch your forehead. Mm-hmm. You I don't know. It? His knuckles are pretty. You tough. want to try it? Well, no, dude. Like seriously, like your forehead is all fucking skull. It's literally. Yeah. It's like I'm up here, baby. I mean, it'll hurt, but like but it'll hurt him fucking, more. Yeah, you'll, you'll fucking break his hand if he <laughs> if he punches you in the forehead. Bottom line, I'm taking the punch from Floyd. I'm taking the baseball. I, I think that's fucking absurd. I think I could heal over the baseball more. In case of anything, some you know, if it's like, oh man, he really split your face open. Not no. Are you gonna break? Can you brace for any of these? Like, can you brace for the punch? If you can brace for the baseball, you can brace for the punch. Yeah, dude. Then tuck your chin in, and then he can just whiff you. He's just gonna whiff. If it's just gonna be if a you're whiff. punching, if you're pu- if he's aiming for this cheek and you tuck that chick cheek. Okay, under. then let's do no. There's no bracing for it. So in baseball, you have to stand there. And then for the punch, you have to stay in there, no flinching. Dude, definitely the punch. If you can't brace for the baseball, that okay. Are so you out of your mind? When you're standing in a baseball position, you're only on your side profile, yeah. right? There's not much you can hit except the ribs, which this is already protected. You know, your hip, whatever. It's <laughs> just a hip. Who says you're protected? What do you mean? By your ribs. Yeah, you're gonna get fucking broken ribs, but that's about oh, it. Oh, I thought you said your ribs were protected. No. I'm like, I was gonna say, why do you get pads and stuff like that? <laughs> you get pads on my face. You're changing the rules, man. No, man. No, I think that's ridiculous that you I would think it's get hit by a baseball. Just because it's less area, it's less surface Have you area. Have hit, hit by a baseball before? Yes, it hurts. Throwing out 104 miles an no. hour? <laughs> no. Yeah, dude. Have you been punched before? Yes. I've punched you in the face. But the, it's not the same thing. Also, you, like, tap me in the face. That was one of those things where I, honestly, I was just like, did you just do that? And he was just like, I think like, so. I think so. That's, why, that's why I think we need to get you in a boxing class, because I feel like you have a bunch of pent-up rage. Who is this guy? You just feel, it's the guy in the golf cart. Oh, he's, he's uh, special needs. Oh, okay. He does that. It's what he likes to do, man. No, I think, okay, so bottom line, Christian's ridiculous. No. Um, yeah, then that's what we're going to end off on, is I'm right and Christian's wrong on this. So. It's not wrong because it's an opinion. Yeah. So. Opinion's wrong. Eat a butt. I'll eat a butt. Sign us off, dude. I'll do that. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to episode 19 of the MC Radio Show. We will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in. Bye.